Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, January the 22nd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 10, chapter 1, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13, and verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13, and verse 17. We have to remember that uh, Paul, in writing to the Corinthians, the city of Corinth is a... uh, It's a port city. It's a city where there is a great deal of commerce, a great deal of peoples from various regions and places coming and going, a great deal of ideas and expectations, opinions are coming and going. They not only market and travel in goods and services, they also travel in ideas. Uh, The Corinthians are a very cosmopolitan kind of people, even then. And uh, there's a great deal of vitality, a great deal of talent, a great deal of gifts among the people. And where you have a great deal of gifts and talent and commerce and ideas flowing back and forth, along with all kind of trading and visitors with coming and going with different ideas and different uh, viewpoints, uh, you have a tendency to have not only a vitality, but you also have the potential for a great deal of uh, conflict and of rivalries, each claiming that their particular viewpoint, their particular uh, way is the one and only way. And so rivalries began to develop. And we see that our reading this morning speaks to us very much to the life of the church and to the life of our society and the world in general today. And so St. Paul is writing to the Christian community at Corinth, and these rivalries have begun to surface within the church, within the community there which is uh, at the point where it's beginning to become serious because it's dividing the body of Christ, as we shall see. And we see that today, don't we? We have those who claim to be uh, conservative Catholics, conservative Christians, fundamental Christians, uh, progressive Christians, liberal Christians, Uh, traditionalist, uh, following this particular person or that particular movement, that particular set of beliefs, this particular set of beliefs. And uh, we find that within the church today, which is very much contrary to the prayer of Jesus the night before he died, that they all may be one, Father, as I and you and you and me that they all may be one in us. One of the four distinguishing marks of the church, the first one, is that of unity. Jesus continually prays for unity and oneness within the body of Christ. 
within the church. The church is the physical, historical, concrete continuation of the body of Christ on earth, his church. And the church is not divided. St. Paul will later on in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter uh, 11 and 12 talk about the divisions and he likens it to the body. He says, can the eye say to the ear, you're not part of the body because you do not see? Can the ear say to the hand, you're not part of the body because you do not hear? And uh, of course, no, it's one body. Paul says, there are many gifts, many, many gifts, many gifts that God gives. But there is one Spirit through whom all of the gifts come. The Holy Spirit dwelling in each of us and in the body as a whole is one. And when that body is divided, there is not peace. Peace is the absence of that harmony, harmony within ourselves. You know, when we're divided inwardly, we're conflicted. This way, that way, this opinion, that opinion, this perspective, that one. We hear so many things coming at us, especially today, where we turn on various devices that we seem to be ruled by. And we hear this opinion, that opinion, this view, that view. And we're conflicted, we're torn between. And the temptation is great just to say, well, I'm not following any of it. I'm not paying any attention. I'm just going to go live my life. That's one way to do it. The other way is to become uh, an, ideolo an ideologue, simply on one perspective and everybody else is wrong. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. We see it in the world and we see it in the church today. That Jesus' prayer that they all may be one. And even among religions themselves, Protestant religions, Catholic religions, Catholic uh, viewpoints, everyone has an opinion. But the question is, what is the truth in the Holy Spirit? It is not, is God on our side? The real question is, are we on God's side? Are we listening to the Holy Spirit, working through the church, working through those who have been raised up by God to be teachers and leaders in the church, to speak with one voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit, not their voice, the voice of the Spirit revealed in the scriptures and in the ongoing revelation of God's will through the Holy Spirit. That's very, very important. And so Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians, which is really to us, he says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and in the same purpose. In the name of Christ, the same mind and the same purpose. Well, today we kind of rebel against that, don't we? 
I'm free to think what I want. Certainly you're free to think what you want. But it doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's true and it's proper and it's good. That's, that, that's not freedom. That's arrogance. It's pride. Uh, Paul goes on and he says, For it has been reported to me about you, brothers and sisters, that there are rivalries among you. I mean that each of you is saying, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Is Christ divided, Paul asked. Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with the wisdom of human eloquence. Don't be swept away by nice speech, beautiful words. But the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its meaning. The cross of Christ... That's what we preach, Christ and him crucified, and all of the other stuff, all that flows from that, must always look to the cross of Christ, his death and resurrection, and not to the eloquence of human opinion, human viewpoint, no matter how appealing and attractive it may appear. We must always analyze what's being said to us in light of the gospel of Christ. Always. And so we see that today. And we, in our own lives, we have to, we have to pray for that unity, but we also have to keep ourselves in focus. Keep ourselves uh, true to the gospel of Jesus in the pages of scripture, in the teachings of the church, by those entrusted and raised up to provide that teaching and not to go off on the latest fad, uh, the latest thing that tickles our ears, that pleases our fancy. But what is the truth? The truth in Christ. And so the reading this morning challenges us in our own lives, in, 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 in our own conversations uh, that, that, that we speak, that we are speaking Christ crucified, the truth of the gospel. And that's, that's very important. Uh, we don't want to add to the division and the strife within the church, within our society. We see how, how that has uh, worked out very badly the last several years. Where we are today is so highly divided in our society. Race, never more divided. Socioeconomically, geographically, politically. All of those divisions Division works against the common good, against the development of us as a people, not simply as my development, 
my way, my viewpoint. But how can I contribute and learn from listening to the Holy Spirit? A listening heart, a humble and contrite heart, a heart open to the true wisdom that comes from Almighty God. So let us today be a people of unity and of oneness, of a listening heart and a humble mind, and listen to what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. And let us be vessels and instruments so that we may indeed be those disciples that is faithful to the prayer of Jesus, that they all may be one as you and I, Father, are one, I in you and you in me, that they may be one in us. May we be disciples of that prayer of Jesus each day. God bless you.